Joined now by Notre Dame head football coach Mike Jacobs. The Falcons are three and zero, following a how do you how would you describe that coach? Wild, high scoring affair. A big win over Fairmont State last week. We'll turn it over to you. Uh, let's start there with uh, your thoughts on last week's game. Sure, all the all those words and above, the, all those adjectives and above to describe that win. I uh, uh, certainly a different game. I hadn't been a part of one where, you know, the fourth quarter we had poured it on quite that much. Um, you know, I, I'm really proud of our kids. Though it was an extremely hot day, I thought they uh, I thought they were well prepared. I thought they came out and played extremely hard, and uh, you know, I thought ultimately our conditioning and their attention to detail late in the game uh, are what allowed us to come back and and have a nice victory. I know when you think about these games and your game planning in the week, and I read your quotes and you kind of alluded to it about you didn't kind of see this type of game unfolding. How do you? Uh, adjust as, and and kind of go with those things and make some adjustments as this game didn't really unfold like you thought it was going to. Sure, I mean the the reason I said that was we have had so many close games with Fairmont. I think the last or the first six have been decided by less than five points, mm-hmm. uh, and then the. Um, or five points per game. And then as the week went on, you know, two really good defensive teams. But I thought what you saw was, you know, their strength was their offense. Uh, our defense has been playing pretty well. As those games kind of unfold and, and people keep scoring, you know, it's like a fight. you got to keep matching punches. And, you know, we were able to keep the game close into the fourth quarter. And then, again, I, I thought we made some really critical plays on defense and then in the special teams area that allowed us to, have some short fields and take advantage of, of some Fairmont State miscues and, and really put the game away there late. Coaches talk all the time about making the big play, and that game was just filled with them. Is that another thing? I mean, you know, when you have, obviously, Jaleel in the backfield, anytime he touches it, he could go the whole way. But, I mean, how do you go about kind of countering that? And, and if that's not there, um, you know, kind of being patient, it's kind of difficult to talk about being patient in a game with 110 points. But, you know, you can feel some pressure to, to try and score every time you have it. Sure, and and what we talk to our kids about all week is that every game is going to have a natural ebb and flow, and there's going to be points at the at some point during the game the breaks aren't going to go our way, and you know that's when you have to really hone in on your skill development, your preparation, you know the the basics of blocking and tackling and running to the football and protecting the football, and you know you rely on those to kind of get you back. You, you don't need to uh, take a bunch of big changes chances necessarily uh, depending on what the time is in the game and and we talk a lot about our kids just doing the basics really really well and when things aren't going right get back to doing those things well and get yourself back in the mix that way let's let's take one step back now let's kind of look at um everything after three weeks you know you had some obviously some different challenges and some tests and so as you sit here after three weeks what do you like where do you feel like there's still room to grow uh, I love the fact that we're three and zero. We've 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 gone out and found a way to win each each of those weeks. Um, you know, internally we didn't feel like we played our best football uh, week one and week two. We felt like we left some points on the field and certainly uh, didn't have the greatest attention to detail. I thought going into week three and, and, and a really tough Fairmont team and game that we knew we were going to have to play for sixty minutes. And I'm proud of the way that our kids competed. Uh, I was satisfied and happy 
happy with our conditioning level in that game. And, you know, the things that we got to continue to get better on are, are, are the little things. You know, we, uh, we gave up too many points last week. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I thought our all three phases affected the game in a different way, whether it was big plays on offense, big turnovers on defense, and then again, uh, also some takeaways in the in the special teams area contributed to that win. And uh, anytime you can kind of get a three-phase victory like that, whether you win 100 to nothing or, in our case, you know, in a shootout, uh, you're going to be satisfied with it. Let, let, let's take a moment here again to, to talk about Jaleel and his performance, I mean, obviously through his career, but, um, I mean, the word special sometimes can be used a, a lot, and I know that he's got a lot of good pieces in front of him for sure, but, but can you tell me a little bit about what makes him just a little bit different than, than maybe in any other backs that, that, are, you know, that, that are out there? The, the biggest thing with Jaleel is that he, he is everything that you want your best football player to be. He's our hardest worker. He's, you know, the, the classic first guy in, last guy out. I mean, you can find him out there. We don't have lights on our field. You can find him at times out there working on skill development on his own, uh, you know, on the ropes or with cones and just getting some extra in. You watch him finish runs. He has fantastic practice habits. He practices like a champion every time he touches the football. Um, you know, his attention to detail is great, and he's one of the most humble people that I've ever met. I, I really, uh, you know, I really can't say enough about how much he's meant to our program. All right, let's turn our attention to this week. You go, you know, from one big game to the next, and you got another undefeated team um, in, in Urbana. Uh, break down that matchup a little bit for us. So I, I think Tyler Haynes has done a fantastic job with Urbana in his time there. I think this is his either fifth or sixth season maybe, but um, in that short time you've seen them significantly upgrade uh, the talent that's on campus. Uh, they've done that through recruiting as well as transfers. I think, you know, in the two deep they sent out on Monday, I think they had, you know, 18 of the 44 guys listed were, were transfer students, whether it be junior college or another, you know, Division One or Division Two program. So they've overhauled the roster. He's done a great job that way. And they're winning games the way that, you know, we put our foot down and start to try to win games. When we when we turn things around in Notre Dame, they're running the football at a high level. Uh, they're back, number 11, and, and the other young man does a tremendous job, the, the young kid. And then, you know, they're playing fantastic defense. I, I think they're one of the top ten rush defenses in the country. And any time you can control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, you set yourself up to win games, and that's what they've done. So uh, we're looking forward to a really good matchup. Is this a, a, a strength against strength kind of matchup as you're as you're talking about in some ways? Obviously, you know you want to run the ball. They're good at stopping the run. Um, they want to they want to run the ball a little bit. I mean, are you seeing it kind of matching up? Who can do what they uh, you know their specialties the the, the best? Yeah, I, I think that uh, you know I think all phases of the game we we are pretty comparable, and I think that uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Last last bit here, and then I'll, I'll let you go. Um, give us a give us an update a little bit on on special teams. We've talked a lot about offense, defense, and a game like the, you know the one coming up and the game you just had. Obviously, a big special teams play in that. Evaluate where you are special teams wise, and and what kind of factor that could play in this week's game. Yeah, I, I think. Uh... 
I, I think I'm really happy with what we've done in our coverage units. Coach Baldessari, Anthony Baldessari, our special teams coordinator, has had solid game plans each week. Um, I think our kids are playing at a high level. Our effort's been really good there uh, in the coverage and then the protection aspect of things. Uh, Tanner Harding came out of the gate and had a fantastic time. He's done a great job with his field goal kicking. We need to clean up our our extra point stuff, but um, you know we've had a few misses there. Uh, other than that, uh, really happy with what uh, Tanner and Mike Webster are doing in the kickoff game. I think we lead the conference in touchbacks, and then Dominic Budazoni's done a really nice punt, uh, job punting the football for us in his first year as a starter. So, you know, the, the the special teams are the areas where you sneak a few of those plays, and you know that's where some of the hidden yardage can come in and really sway a game one way or the other. All right, Coach. Always good talking to you. Have a uh, good rest of your week. Appreciate the time. Absolutely, we appreciate you having us on. Talk to you soon. Thanks.